Restore us, O God. Let your face shine, that we may be saved. Psalm 80, verse 3. Chuck, when uh, you and I started recording uh, way back, I think in late 2010, um, I would define my own sort of uh, place on the journey as a little bit, um, uh, there was a blank spot in terms of uh, where I saw the overall, the overarching biblical story, the big story. Uh, and one of the things that I have, you've helped me with uh, uh, ever since then, as we've been recording more and more, is the big story for me has come into focus. And today's uh, verse prompted me to write uh, this. When paradise was lost, our ancient ancestors awoke in a place that, while beautiful, was pitiless, pitiless and severe. They found themselves at war with each other and with God. Conflict and death became part of the human story, but not, but on, but not the only part. For God himself is the ultimate narrator. Yeah, it's out of that sense of brokenness that the psalmist cries out here, Restore us, O God, let your face shine that we may be saved. Uh, that idea of um, being restored back to the original design. Uh, we were designed to flourish. This is God's creative purpose. And that's why we feel such uh, angst and uh, sense of disillusionment when things are broken and don't work the way they're supposed to. It's because we were supposed to be there. But um, the ancient calling was that if we would turn back to God and that his face would shine upon us. Uh, it's kind of embedded here in this psalm, let your face shine. It's a rem reminder of uh, the blessing of the priest through Aaron, that God would turn his face toward us, that his countenance would be directed to us and that he would shine upon us. And this is the longing in all of our hearts uh, to be back in the original way. And this is why we pray when we gather as the people of God, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We realize that paradise has been lost and we're longing for paradise again. And you, you call the narrative God's restoration project, uh, which is a, an interesting way of putting it, but, it, but basically the flow of the narrative is towards reconciliation. Uh, the, 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 immediate truth of the human condition is if if uh, sin is not remedied, if it's not dealt with, then we remain in a conflicted state. But if we give, o give over our life to sin and invite the Holy Spirit into our hearts, uh, it doesn't mean that conflict disappears, the nature of conflict disappears, because it puts you at enmity with a fallen world, not in enmity with God. Yeah, and the reason I call it the project is it's a partnership. So the four big themes again, God creates its good. God does it on his own. We have no part in that. Uh, the fall, we rebel against God and invite brokenness into this world, the broken relationships and things around us. We did that. God doesn't have any part of that. Uh, the rescue or the redemption, uh, God does that in Jesus. It's totally his work. 
But the final chapter, this restoration project, God says, okay, I've given you back uh, the authority and the power and the vision of the original way. Come in and join me. Now, God's the primary partner in this. Uh, There's no question about this. But he's waiting for us to join him and being part of his restoration project. 